Welcome to Tech Notes, highlights in career and technical education news, brought to you by the Association for Career and Technical Education, ACTE. The Labor, Health, and Human Services and Education Appropriations Bill has been vetoed by the President, and since the House was two votes shy of overturning the presidential veto, Congress must identify another strategy for passing the legislation when it returns in December from Thanksgiving recess. A $25 million increase for the Perkins Basic State Grant Program contained in the bill is now in limbo. Virginia to open six academies emphasizing science, technology. From the Associated Press on November 19th. Virginia Governor Tim Kaine hopes to open up to six Governor's Career and Technical Academies focused on STEM topics by next fall. The academies are meant to produce graduates ready to start work in technical fields immediately after high school. Part of the funding comes from a $500,000 grant awarded to the state this summer from the National Governors Association Center for Best Practices. Kane decided to use the grant money for these academies after discussions with business leaders who need a more skilled workforce. An annual survey of Indiana high schoolers shows that health careers are the most popular careers for juniors planning on attending college, according to the Indianapolis Business Journal. The Arts, AV Technology, and Communications cluster was second in popularity, with the STEM disciplines holding on to third place. Interest in the STEM field has remained flat for the past three years, with 11% of students choosing STEM as a career goal. There's an interesting article in The Voice of San Diego about the problems that can arise when students take courses off campus. In California, due to a quirk in how schools keep track of attendance, Students who take college classes or job training during school hours aren't counted for attendance dollars, even though they're earning credits in school-approved programs. This rule could discourage California schools from recommending that students take advantage of off-campus opportunities. ACTE's own Steve DeWitt is quoted in the article, which goes on to tell readers that in the San Diego district, a student spending a full day in the classroom makes $32 for his or her school. In the global workforce, some American companies are feeling less friendly about employing non-residents. In a Business Week article by a Duke University professor, at a recent job fair at the college in North Carolina, some businesses posted signs saying, U.S. citizens and permanents only. Foreign-born students expressed disappointment that companies such as General Electric, IBM, and CarMax would not interview them. The companies say there are not enough visas, even though statistics from the American Society of Engineering Education say that foreigners make up almost 45% of master's-level engineering students and 60% of PhDs. The virtual world Second Life is now helping nursing students train. According to the News Tribune, a professor at Tacoma Community College in Washington has simulated an emergency room environment for his students. Second-year surgery students are practicing diagnosis and life-saving procedures in Second Life. Professor John Miller's simulation involves presenting students with a patient lying on an operating table who suffers from a particular condition. The students diagnose and tell their online personas or avatars what real-life tools to use to help the patients. The Patriot News reports that a house-building program called New Beginnings, Houses of Hope Initiative will enroll at least 60 students who are on the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania school system's dropout roster or in the Dauphin County Juvenile Justice System. The students, who will be between 17 and 24, will be trained in construction and will work on city and county housing rehabilitation programs. They will earn $50 to $100 per week with an option for $25 weekly bonuses. These students will also be re-enrolled in school and will be helped to make a transition to full-time work with a private employer. 
The program is funded by a $1 million grant from the U.S. Department of Labor's Youth Build Program. In the Harrisburg area, about 40% of freshmen don't make it to their senior year. To comment on this podcast, you can contact us at podcasting at acteonline.org. More career and technical education news is available on the ACTE website at www.acteonline.org. That's www.acteonline.org. Music for this podcast is from Busted Frog by Point22, available from Podshow, music.podshow.com. This has been a presentation of the Association for Career and Technical Education.